full court press. There is no stopping this team. The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead. He's got it. It's the full court press with Eric Franson and RJ Salvas. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions. To act like the full court press on Sports Talk Radio 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan. Uh, very happy Monday afternoon to you all. Welcome to the full court press 1069 FM 1390 AM. The fan 1069thefan.com and the 1069 the fan mobile app. However, and wherever you're listening to us, thank you for doing so. Uh, got a very jam packed show, really full today. Uh, with so much going on, we'll recap the weekend in college football, NFL football, Region 11 football, uh, Mountain West Conference football just got absolutely bat crap crazy. We'll get into that. Uh, we have our Olin Chris Mill, Bread and Butter Play of the Week, 515. We'll ask for that. Um, by the way, Major spe- League Baseball playoffs. Yes, yes. Out. We will definitely talk about the Major League Baseball playoffs today. We definitely will. And we have our pick six results, too. Hey, uh, speaking of Old Grist Mill, uh, Bike Shorts uh, was kind enough to uh, bring me some pumpkin chocolate chip bread. Ah, you've been jonesing for that. I had. Okay, so supposedly there was some thought that I had took jabs at Old Grist Mill. And I love Old Grist Mill. You you never took a jab at him. I love Old Grist Mill. Um, And... uh, Val was so kind to get me some pumpkin chocolate chip bread, which I've been searching from C to signing sheet. Well, it just happens whenever I like stop by to get some for you, or you stop by to get some for yourself. They <laughs> were all there. out. But then he's like, "Ah, oh, no, I've been here. It's all here." So uh, thank you so much, Old Gristmill, for the pumpkin chocolate chip bread. So I'm going to return the favor, Eric. We got to do this now because uh, there is a game tonight, right? There's a Jazz game tonight. Am I am I right when I say that? Uh, is it tonight? Yeah, there's a preseason game tonight. Please tell me I'm right. Today's October 11th, right? Yes, yes. They host the Pelicans. i got to make sure that these are still here. I don't want to be giving away tickets that I don't have. <laughs> uh, Let's see here. Oh, there it is. Tickets. Duh. Maybe. I don't know how to get, I don't know how to, get to there. This, this is fascinating this radio right now. This app, man, right just sucks. There it is. Okay. Folks, you must have the Utah Jazz app on your phone. Uh, I've got two Upper Bowl tickets to tonight's Jazz game that I want to give away today. Wow. All right. you. There are two Upper Bowl tickets for tonight. You must have a vaccination or negative test must be required to get in. Uh, Is that right? Vaccination, negative test. Correct. And or. Yep. Uh, So I got two Jazz tickets to give away. For the Utah Jazz game tonight. Seeing that it's 4 o'clock, and you're going to want to get down there a tad bit early. Some of the big guns are playing tonight. Donovan Mitchell, I mean, Mike Conley's playing. Uh, you'll, you'll see I think some Bogey's going to play Bogey's for the first time. Play. Yep. So you're going to see some of the big guns playing. Rudy Gay will not play tonight. First person <laughs> to text into the Guild Mortgage text line at 435-339-0321. And just tell Ajay that he's awesome. Just tell him, AJ, you're the best. Tell me why I'm the best. Text in right now, 435 339 5242. Nah. <laughs> okay. You know, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to be nice. You know, no, call. 
I'm just trying to care about you people. Show my appreciation to our listeners. Nope, not happening. I guess. <laughs> Where's the love? <laughs> Where's the love? Uh, okay, fine. So five two four two does not want tickets to the ninth game. By the way, five two four two. Any team? Oh, see, Boise State is better than any Utah teams. Yes. Six two nine four. Aj, so you're. Far. Sorry, I can't do it. Oh, come on, people. Uh, let's see here. Eight seven nine eight. Why would you want to go to a game where I have to show a piece of paper just to enter the building? Well, this is going south. Don't you usually have to show a piece of paper to enter the building, like your yeah. ticket? No, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, this is just virtual, but. Well, it's true. All right, so we'll let that contest keep going. <laughs> there he is. Uh, let's see, Audrey's the best, but when AJ's around, he's better. Okay, so that you're not winning then. That doesn't count. <laughs> this is just going south, Eric. Absolutely you're, you're south. You're like feeling good. Like, you know, I'm going to give away some tickets. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to care gonna about the listeners. Make a winner's a listener's day. Nope. No, you're not, Ajay. So kind. That's great. Well, can't wait for the bread and butter play of the game giveaway at 515, then. That's going to go wonderful. <laughs> Golly. Oh. Uh, all right. So, let's see. We had our weekly press conference with Blake Anderson, head coach of Utah State football. They get ready for the UNLV Rebels on Friday, or Saturday night, 5 o'clock inside of Allegiant Stadium. Uh, and Coach Anderson had some comments. We'll get to those comments, so probably you know a little bit later on here. Uh, you'll hear from him. You're also going to hear from Demetri Kaliafua and Hunter Reynolds. Both spoke to the press as well. Uh, as Again, they recapped the bye week, recapped the season so far, and we're the halfway point now after Saturday. And uh, we'll get into uh, get into that much, much more. Uh, 5242, you're awesome. The wife just won't let me go to the game. So let me guess. Your wife picked up the phone and texted nah. That's probably what happened. That That's a bummer, though. Your wife won't let you go? Just say, hey, honey, you get the night home without me, and I'm just going to be gone for a few hours. What's the big deal? Got an appointment with some of my friends got, in Salt Lake. I've got a mandate I can't miss. I'm doing a mandate. What's the big deal? Come on, people. Goodness gracious. All right. Anyways, uh, let's start, Eric, with some... Should we start with MLB Baseball? No. Yeah, we'll start with MLB Baseball. We will. MLB Baseball for 1,000. Uh, Houston, Chicago got postponed. Uh, probably a good thing for the Houston Astros, who lost yesterday to the White Sox. 9-6 to six in a high-scoring game. Well, yeah, a really high-scoring game. And uh, if I'm not mistaken, i got to go back and double-check on that. But a lot of those runs came late. Mm-hmm. Um, well, uh, yeah, I mean, it was... Well, it was 12-6. to six. Oh, sorry, 12-6. 12-6 was the final, yeah. By the way, and, and I think, I mean, it was 6-5 to five after the third, Eric. So, I mean, I wouldn't say a lot of the runs. Yeah, I guess I'm, double, I'm looking at that again. They did The White Sox did score three in the eighth, but it Why, was Why, Eric, do we have a replay system for MLB that we don't even get right? What's the point in having replay if we're going to suck at making the wrong call anyways? What got What was wrong? Uh, there was a couple of things. Let's see the white. Yeah, uh, the base runner running inside the baseline on the grass, and he got pegged with the baseball and the throw to first. That then, was a, that was a correct call. The rules. They. I thought they explained that. About? No, Eric, you can't run on the grass, dude. You can't run in in line of where the throw is going. But that calls in the for baseline. other bases, not for first base. There's no there's no jurisdiction for first base to run to. Like you, you can just run around. That's how they interpreted the call. That's bonkers, man. 
So you're just gonna direct yourself into running to where the ball's gonna, where the ball's gonna go, and you're gonna. And he didn't even like attempt to move out of the way. That was a huge. It's at his back. He doesn't know. That's a, he's running to the base. That is a huge. That is a huge call. At that point of the game, ends up uh, spurring, I believe, a uh, what uh, a four run. I think it was a four run inning, if I'm not mistaken. I need to look at that again. Uh, I believe it was four. Might have been. Nope. But yeah, it was five. It's just it's it's huge. Like uh, you, you have to stay inside the baseline. There's a baseline there. You can't just start taking off on the grass. <laughs> no, I, the way I don't disagree with that. But the the rule, like there, when it comes to running to first, the rule is not as clearly defined as it is for running to the other bases. Yeah, that's that's unfortunate. So that's a problem with rules, not just what happened the other night. I mean, the rule was it was properly reviewed and. Look, it's sorry, it's, that's how it is. You have to let it stand. Now, other than that, I mean, they just didn't hit the ball well. Your top three hitters in Altuve, Brantley, and Bregman went two for two for 11. Excuse me, three for 11, I apologize. Michael Brantley went one for four. Bregman went two for four. Uh, he also had a ribby, and then Altuve went 0 for three. Uh, Tucker went two for four. Uh, Gur- Guriel went 0 for four. So then it brought up the conversation of... You know, maybe there was some cheating going on while they were at, uh, inside Minute Maid Park. Because the pitches that we were throwing, they they couldn't hit inside uh, or in Chicago. But yeah, they, they still hit scored six runs. Okay, but I, I know. I'm just saying, don't shoot the messenger here. This came from uh, the Chicago White Sox. I don't know who it was. Oh, it was the reliever. Ryan Tapira. Okay, he said, uh, where is it at? I don't know. Anyways, I would say he said, they obviously had a, re- a reputation of doing some sketchy stuff over the over there, and we can say that it's a little bit of a difference. I think you saw the swings and misses tonight compared to the first two games at Minute Maid Park. Now, in, this, uh, in yesterday's game, the Astros struck out 16 times, uh, which, by the way, totals their combined games one and two that they won. Now, Houston ranks fourth in OPS, according to ESPN Stats and Info, at home in the American League and uh, during the regular season, and it's first on the road. Uh, the White Sox were third at home and seventh on the road. But they were swinging at some crazy pitches. I mean, Altuve, you needed an oar to hit that ball with some of the pitches that Altuve was swinging at. Uh, you got ABC News call? Uh, yes, I do. I can. Up over there? Yep. Just uh Dusty Baker addressed some of the criticisms today. Oh, sweet. Yep. Uh, let's do... Let's see here. Perception, not out of motivation. Oh, let's see here. Nope, never mind. I'll change that. He specifically re- re- uh, reacts to the Tapera uh, accusation. Which is okay, there it interesting. is. Interesting. Here we go. Here's uh, Dusty Baker on the uh, comments that the Chicago White Sox reliever made about the maybe cheating allegations that he brought out. Well, some heavy accusations, you know, um... I mean, we're about the same runs, OPS, and everything as we are, well, actually better on the road than we are at home. And uh, so uh, then I I think they're actually better at home than they are, you know, on the road. And so um, no, I don't have much, you know, response to that other than I was listening to Eric Clapton this morning. 
And uh, and he had a song, uh, you know, before you accuse me, you need to take a look at yourself. You know what I mean? So that's all I got to say. Eric Clapton's in some hot water, too, so it may not be the best guy to be going off of right now. Uh, Why? What's wrong with Eric Clapton? You haven't heard? No. You might want to Google it. Uh-oh. Yeah, he's, 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 uh, yeah, he's in the middle of some issues as well. <laughs> but anyways, final score yesterday, 12-6 Astro, or White Sox win it. That series is now at 2-1 Houston. One more game in Chicago that will happen tomorrow instead of today, postponed uh, due to the inclement weather. Is that correct, Eric, if I'm not mistaken? Uh, yes. I think that's correct. I believe so. I didn't even look. Uh, yes. Due it's postponed the, uh, because of yeah, rain weather. in the forecast. All right. So uh, 12-6 is the uh, final score. Again, that game will be tomorrow. Meanwhile, yesterday... Uh, Boston, Tampa Bay. This game was just nuts. In fact, our wonderful texter, 4034, text in, did you guys see the uh, Kiermaier play in the Red Sox versus Rays? What a mess. Go Sox! Yeah. Didn't talk about controversy and video replays and, and everything else. Yeah. But again, they looked at the replay, and according to the the looking at how the rule is written, okay, so I have a it problem was the with right this call, call too. Is it though, Eric? So you can just take a ball and chuck it into the stands and be like, ground rule double! Ground rule double! You can't go anywhere else. That's how we're doing this? Well, uh, again, you can go to uh, Sam Holbrook. He has some um, stuff on there about the, the call. Uh, that you know, A rule revision is not needed. The, the replay did confirm the right call. So, But, yeah, again, it's... Just it's replay and it's a weird rule, so maybe they needed to take another look at it. I, just like the first base situation, by the letter of the law, the review got the call right, but it still feels really weird. And the Rays were just sick about how that Dude. call. Well, went down there's for a them. couple of calls to slide into second uh, with uh, Rosarena at the plate. Uh, trying to steal a bag, and he slides onto the bag, slides off the bag, gets his foot back on there, but then he's tagged before just as, as if he's, I don't know if he got tagged too early or if they the tag got there in time. The replay looks like he's safe. There's like still shot photos that says he's out, but you can't tell if his hand's on the bag at the time. Just a mess. Anyways, so you go from being up 5-4 to being still tied up 4. We go to the bottom of the 13th. And uh, from there, it was uh, it was the Red Sox who ended up uh, having a game-winning home run by... I don't even know who hit it. I didn't even look. It wasn't Grandal, was it? No. Just kidding. I'll have to go look at it anyways. I used to have the highlight here. But uh, it ends up being on a game-winning home run. Seals it for the Red Sox. Vasquez. They win it 6-4. Oh, was it Vasquez? Yeah. By the way, what... Uh, Kiki Hernandez. Just unreal right now. He had seven straight at-bats where he got on base going back to game two, I believe. Game two. He had, and then he hits a home run last night. Guy had been phenomenal. And uh, ends up, uh, ended up uh, getting the win 6-4. Like, Kiki Hernandez is playing out of his mind. That guy could end it. If they had an ALDS MVP, it's going to him. Hmm. Well, would it go to him or would it go to a Rosarina? No, I'd go to him. Kiki, dude, Kiki's absolutely changed that game twice. Kiki's been phenomenal. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I, and by the way, Rose Arena right now is, is down in that series two games to one. So I don't know if you give the loser the, yeah, 
Anyways, uh, Eric, is Tampa Bay out of this series based on everything that went wrong in Game 3? And I think, what was the percentage? They talked about it like 20 times. Isn't it like 59% or like 74% chance that if you win Game 3, you end up winning the series? Now you're up 2-1. You only need one more win, and you're in Boston to do it. Boston might steal this thing. It's very possible, yeah. They play tonight at 5 o'clock, uh, just after 5 on FS1. Oh, can't wait. And, yeah, I mean, that was a – it was anybody's game. Went late, uh, extra innings. Yeah, that was like a four and a half. <laughs> Boston was able to, st- to, to steal it. And, um, uh, y- yes, the Rays are on their heels. And it's really how will they how will they react after an emotional game, which they feel was taken from them because of that call, because um, runners would have scored. They were guys that were in position. They would have tacked on extra points. and But um, this was uh, – yeah, I think that the Red Sox do have some momentum here, and the Rays, are they're down. So how do they respond? By the way, final game time of this, this game started at 2.07 p.m. It ended at 7.21 p.m. Mountain Time. Five hours, 14 minutes. Good night. That is a long is baseball a long game. Baseball game. Yeah, but yeah. you know, thirteen innings will do that to you. And yep. they both kind of slow and play reviews. The game too. And, yeah, all, that all happens. Reviews. Yeah. So yeah, Boston Red Sox win at six to four. They lead the series two to one. Game four tonight. Uh, I could see this thing going five and going back to Tampa. I really could. Boston is favored tonight. Here's the problem: both your bullpens are absolutely milked. Like the race, I don't know who's going to start for Tampa. I even looked, but they got to find some. Uh, Colin McHugh. He's coming out of the bullpen. And Eduardo Rodriguez. Those like, are your probable pitchers for tonight. And I guarantee they're going to have to go to the bullpen early and often. Both teams will. So then that puts game, if there is a game five, that's going to put it totally up in the air. Because I know Boston used a couple starters. Tampa Bay used two starters for sure. Uh, but that was a heck of a baseball game too. That was a really good ball game last night. Yeah, game five, if it happens... Is scheduled for Wednesday, three o'clock on FS1. Day after tomorrow. Okay, that's fun baseball. Uh, Milwaukee, Eric loses to Atlanta three nothing today. Let's talk about the Atlanta Braves, Eric. Just how well they played today. Uh, they end up scoring all three runs in the fifth inning. Just phenomenal baseball. Uh, Ian Anderson gets the win. He goes five innings, three hits, no runs, uh, six Ks, no walks. Uh, Peralta ends up getting the loss uh, with uh, four innings, three hits, no runs, nothing earned, one walk, and five strikeouts. Eric, this yeah, but you see is, what happened? Rolling right now. It's it's Jocktober. Jock Peterson plays well this time of year. I don't know what's worse, that dominant Everly thing or the. Yeah. yeah, I didn't make that one up. But you see, uh, I mean, he had a big hit today, and you see whose bat he used? No. To get the hit? No. Uh, Anthony Rizzo's. He used Anthony Rizzo's bat. Yep. Hey, Anthony, will you send me your bat from FedEx, please? Just FedEx it over here, please. What are you talking about? I don't know about? how he got a hold of it, but he used his bat. Are you making up stuff? No, I'm not making I up stuff. I like that's something you'd make up just to get your Cubs back in the conversation. You know, if they don't can't be, be there as a team, me. be there as former players or in spirit. I love this, dude. Braves are up two games to one right now. Game four is set for tomorrow, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, game four is tomorrow. Uh, on TBS. I mean, I, honestly, how surprised are you to see the Braves in the position they're in right now? Shocked. Shocked. No Acuna, no Azuna, 
They've had bullpen issues all series long, or I mean, it's all play or all season long. I shouldn't say series season long. Um, their pitching has, has been phenomenal. Their pitching was great yesterday. Max Freed was so good yesterday. I oh man, I just don't. I I would hate to lose this series because my hopes are now again one like way up. And you know how that is as a Cubs fan. <laughs> you know how excited you can get for no reason at all. Uh, let's see here. four zero three four Between Schwarber, Rizzo, and Jock Peterson, the Cubs are doing well this postseason. <laughs> Two three zero five. Question for you and your audience. Does anybody think the ground rule double, double should change and have more umpire discretion? Yes, but I feel like they had discretion yesterday and they still took it and they still got it wrong. See, I don't know about discretion because then that just that opens a door for a lot of controversy because then it's about this guy's opinion versus everybody else's opinion. Um, I, mean, I, I think you have a rule that you follow and that's in place, but um, I don't know. That just that was hard. I mean, I don't have a dog in that fight, but. Uh, for the Rays, that was that was a tough call. Well, again, I don't think it was the right call either, and it, and it screwed over Tampa Bay in so much they lost the ball game. But it is what it is, and now they got to play out tonight. Hope that hopefully it goes better for them. But it's a fair question to throw out there yeah, for the audience too. Like, what do you think? Uh, two three zero five. Every decision an, an umpire makes is discretion. You'd just be adding another one. That's true. Uh, I don't know about every call, but certainly when they're calling balls and strikes, yeah, that is there is absolutely discretion there. Um, so, okay, I mean, I get what you're saying, but not not every decision is umpire discretion, but a lot of it is. A majority of it is, though. Yeah, majority of it is. Uh, let's see here. True. So, yeah, the Braves won today. That's huge. Boston, Tampa Bay at 507, and then Nightcapper, Giants, and Dodgers. Boy, <laughs> what a slugfest that was on Saturday night. Uh, was it Saturday night? Yeah, it was Saturday night, right? Because didn't play last night. They did not play last night. Dodgers, Giants, Buster Posey has still got it. That guy's so good. Even at, I don't know, what is he, 30-something right now? He's still playing out of his mind. Uh, that series is split at one apiece. Expect it to go to the full five. 7.37 tonight on TBS. You'll uh, have Dodgers and Giants. Um, hey, speaking of TV and such, uh, the Utah Jazz made an announcement today, huh? About uh, having their games streamed on. Is it Fubo? Fubo. Well, they kind of had to because AT and T Sportsnet is being removed from Dish. Uh, Root Sports is being removed from Dish. Um, so there's, they had to make some significant changes there because it's going to be it was going to be hard for Jazz fans to find how to follow the game if they're on, especially if they're subscribers to Dish Network. So. They, they needed to make it some kind of a decision about how to find games and make it easier to access what's going on. Do you Are you a DirecTV guy or Dish guy, or what do you have? Uh, I am a Dish guy at home, yeah. I have DirecTV. It's good for a lot of reasons, more than I can watch the Jazz games. It's bad that I have to order CBS Sports Network so I can watch the Aggies play. That's a bummer, especially during basketball season. That's the part I hate about it. I love watching. I mean, I love everything else about DirecTV. It is expensive, no doubt, but it's uh, yeah, you get more with it. Unless you want to go to streaming, you know what I wish is that YouTube TV would pick up the Jazz or AT&T Sports Network. 
Uh, and we're moving in that direction where it's almost everything's subscription based, and you just find the provider that has the what the channels that you want. It's becoming more and more a la carte, which frankly is the way it should be. Because why why are we paying you know cable rates for channels that we're n- never going to watch? Yeah, it just doesn't make point. sense. Yep. So it, it's moving more and more to that direction where you you pick and choose and get the channels that are uh, the. Uh, outlets that you want and uh, don't have to worry about paying for the ones that you don't yeah i uh i feel bad for the fans who got dish just to be able to watch the jazz and now have to and now are like locked into a contract that they can't get out of and they can't watch the jazz for i mean unless they order another subscription of online stuff which is such a pain in the butt to do so yeah it's a bummer feel bad for you people and really all you're gonna do it's just watch the Jazz finish in the fifth seed. <laughs> That's all you're missing. It's all you're uh, missing, people. By the way, did you did did anybody want to go to the game? No, yet? no. People just want to make fun of me. That's what this text line's for, I guess. <laughs> Nobody wants I, to go. Ajay's trying to be a hero here, and everybody's just taking him down at the knees. <laughs> okay, you got short jokes. That's cute. No, I mean, they're yeah, t- I know taking what you're shots trying. at you. Okay, they're cutting you down. D- Okay, kick a man while he's down, Eric. <laughs> Taking him at the knees. Was it meant to be serious? a short joke? What's your problem, Eric? Oh, it's crap like that. It makes it the show so hard. It makes it so hard to love you. All right, we're taking a break. Coming back, we're going to hear from Blake Anderson. We're going to talk some Utah State football. They get ready for a big one against UNLV. Maui's conference just went bonkers this past Saturday. It was, it was crazy in every way. So we'll, uh, we'll talk about that. We also have college football recap, NFL recap. Uh, and you know, again, you'll hear from Blake Anderson, Dimitri, uh, Dimitri Aliafua, and Hunter Randall to hear from in the 5 o'clock hour. Uh, you'll get their takes on what the bye week was like and then getting ready for UNLV uh, and just their performance thus far in the season. They kind of give themselves a, without giving themselves a grade, they give themselves a grade. So that's all coming up here and more on the Full Court Press. I really, tell me I got cut at the knees. Pick yourself back up. Okay, calm down there, Michael Kane. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our integrity price guarantee. At match quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing, so you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers. Middle of the block at the sign of the clock. Hi, this is Brian Webster. And I'm Garrett Tanner with Cash Valley Bank. In celebration of USU's homecoming and our post-COVID opening of our mall branch location in Logan, we're inviting you and your family to our customer appreciation event Friday, October 22nd, 1130 to 230. We'll have a La Unica food truck and lots of goodies and giveaways. We appreciate our great customers and community. Come enjoy some good food with us in front of the mall at 1320 North Main Logan on Friday, October 22nd. Cash Valley Bank, member FDIC, and go Aggies. This is Ryan at My Mattress. Look, I admit, in the past, we've been a little bit hard on Lewiston for not buying mattresses. All that has changed now. Lewiston has practically written in Telebed into their city bylaws. This makes us feel like celebrating. Hooray for Lewiston. You're finally sleeping better, Lewiston. We thought that you were all insomniacs. Now we can relax. Good job, Lewiston. I gotta tell you, though, I am concerned about... Menden. My mattress by the new Walmart. 
My part-time service in the Army National Guard makes it possible for me to be more for the community I call home. I'm a better neighbor because my service has taught me how important it is to be a team player. My training helps me in my classes when I give attention to detail to the task at hand. My service in the Army National Guard allows me to keep my country safe from threats. Learn more about how you too can live and serve part-time by visiting NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Utah Army National Guard. Aired by the Utah Broadcasters Association and this station. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. ACC foes collide in Chapel Hill as the North Carolina Tar Heels host the Miami Hurricanes. Hi, this is TJ Reeves. Join Tony Hill and me for all the action as Sam Howell and the Tar Heels look for a Coastal Division win over Cameron Harris and the Hungry Canes. It's Miami and North Carolina. If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon, beginning at 1 p.m. on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. The Aggies, the Jazz, the High Schools, the Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Eric France and Andre Salveson, Full Court Press here on 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. A wild one last night inside of... Fenway Park, where the monster took over, at least the wrong side of it for the Rays did. A ground rule double was uh, helped the Red Sox and gave him a humongous break, not allowing a run to score. In fact, the next batter, the ensuing batter ended up striking out, ending the inning for the uh, Tampa Bay Rays. And then that ensuing bomb half of the inning, Red Sox win it on a two-run shot, and uh, they end up taking a 2-1 series lead. A couple of uh, sound bites here. This one comes from Kevin Cash of Tampa Bay. On that ground rule double, uh, and just uh, the role of it, and his thoughts on uh, how it all played out. So here is uh, manager Kevin Cash with the Tampa Bay Rays. By rule, it's just a ground rule double. Um, that's what the, the the umpires that met they got together and said you're more than welcome to challenge it. At that point, challenge it. I saw the replay. Obviously, there was nothing intentional by it. Uh, that's just the rule. It's the way it goes. It was unfor- very unfortunate for us. I think it was fairly obvious that KK um, or Yandi was going to come around to score, uh, but it didn't go our way. See, okay, if you don't, He's I mean, taking the high road. No, but here's the thing: that runner was going to come and score. I, I feel like if it's an umpire's discretion, he's scoring. So it should be like if you want to hold Davis a third, that's fine. But KK was going to score, and they took a run off the board. That, that's just that's too bad. Uh, and then he, on the other side, Alex Cora, he's not aware of the uh, ground rule double rule. Here he is on that. Either I'm, I didn't even ask. You know, I, I was like automatic double. Um, there's ground rule doubles and automatic doubles. That's what Book Shambi, you know, taught me on, on TV. And uh, I guess he was an automatic double. I don't know. Dude, that's the answer I give too. I just got a break. I have no idea what it is. I have no idea what you're talking about. It was a ground rule double, though. Don't know, don't care, just know we won. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's basically, yeah, I don't know. It's, uh, uh, who knows? Exactly scoreboard. Why. You yeah. know, something happened, and something happened here, and uh, and then what really did happen was Vasquez taking over and uh, becoming the new hero of Fenway Park. Winning run at first. Young Luis Patino delivers, and there's a drive left field, high and deep, back by the wall. Gone! Red Sox win it! Christian Vasquez! 
A two-run homer. Can you believe it? Six for Boston in 13 innings. And Vasquez getting mobbed, fires his helmet in the air as he approaches home plate and is being mobbed. I, I, I can imagine he'd be mobbed. I mean, what'd you say? Five hours? 14 minutes. Game started at 207 Mountain Time, ended at 721 Mountain Time. Oh my gosh. Marathon game. That's too long of a game for me, man. Five hours and 14 minutes. At some point, you've got to be like, all right, enough's enough. Well, Major League Baseball is going is going to do away with the uh, uh, runner on second base in extra innings. Oh, really? Yeah, moving forward. So mm, good for them. Yeah, because it's not really shown that it improves the speed of the game no, or anything doesn't. or decides the game what any needs faster. Needs to be eliminated is so many reviews. That's what they need to eliminate. We don't need to go to the replay booth. So all fewer the time. reviews and then more discretion. Sure, why? Because they're going to get it wrong anyway. You might as well suck. Just instead of looking at the review, excuse me, and looking bad, you might as well just be bad at it without review. But if we have t- the technology to get it right, shouldn't we utilize that we technology, technology to get it right? We have the technology to get it right. We just don't get it right with the technology. That's the problem. That's the problem. We don't have the technology to get it right. I mean, we do, but we don't use it. We're like, ah, yeah, the screen says this. You know what? I still think it's this. I mean, they did the reviews yesterday and... Got him right. Yeah, but the slide into second wasn't right. He was safe. He got his foot back on. I mean, clearly, like, he comes off the bag. The tag hadn't been made yet. He puts his foot back on the bag. Then the tag's there, and they still called him out. Like, there's no point in having the review system if you're not going to get it right. Just take away the technology. And and the umpires can just do it with the naked eye and still be bad at their job. That's cool. Uh, 2305. Eliminate the ground rule double save time. Okay, six, seven, eight, nine. Pitch clock. That's true. We okay, especially with Yankees, Red Sox, anybody in the AL East, they need a pitch clock, and the batter's got to get his butt back in the box. It's just taking too long. Yeah, have a batter clock. Some of those so they just drag. Just dragging, dude. The AL East knows so well how about how to do that. It's yeah, it's frustrating. Amen. Yes, absolutely. Uh, did it? What's up? So again tonight. you got the the Astros White Sox game has been postponed. They'll pick that up again tomorrow. That will be at noon tomorrow on FS1. Uh, but tonight you've got uh, Rays and Red Sox game four in Boston, a little after five o'clock on FS1, and at seven thirty on TBS, Giants and Dodgers. That series tied at one apiece. Series now sh- uh, shifting to LA. That Giants-Dodgers series has five written all over, doesn't it? Scherzer on the mound for the Dodgers. Ooh. Alex Wood for the Giants. I like the matchup, man. And I just I think both teams are hitting the cover off the ball. That is some good baseball going on over there right now. i thrilled about it. Absolutely thrilled about it. Well, And, again, it's way too – I mean, it's disappointing that those two teams are facing each other in the divisional series. Yeah. Yep. And you only get five games of them, and then it's over. Yep. Yeah, that is a bummer. Uh, Eric, let's take another break. We'll come back and talk college football. You okay with that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. We got Big a re- weekend. Man, fun Big upsets, weekend. Oh, my God. Crazy finishes in the Mountain West. <laughs> Number one goes down. If you would have told me Colorado State would have done what they did to San Jose State, I would have called you crazy. I would have called you off your rocker. Yeah, we're all wrong. Full Court Press coming up. 
West Point Dairy Products at Hiram is hiring. West Point Dairy Products has been manufacturing high-quality butter for over 25 years in Cache Valley. They're currently expanding and want you on their growing team. West Point Dairy Products offers competitive wages for entry-level positions starting at $18 per hour, full benefit packages, double time on Sundays, a $2,000 sign-on bonus, and tremendous opportunities for growth. For immediate consideration, call Express Employment Professionals at 435-213-9595. This is Dave Simmons for Les Olson Company. Every great team knows that you have to train to stay on top of your game. Even top players continue to practice the fundamentals. That's why Les Olson Company offers free IT security awareness training so your business can stop threats before they become a problem. Learn what to do in case of a suspected phishing attack. Don't take risks. Take action with the Les Olson Security Suite. Get your free network assessment at lesolson.com. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skin care, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. This is Nate Lamson with Valley Office Systems. Did you know that Valley Office Systems is a local company with Utah ownership and we are debt-free with 47 years of industry experience? Valley remains your safe and smart choice for document solutions and all things office. Visit valleyofficesystems.com. It's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and A.J. Selvison. Head Coach Ryan Odom joining us here on the Full Court Press. Coach, how's your adjustment to Logan going so far? Yeah, it's going really well. I mean, we love it. Just seeing the atmosphere that's been created in Maverick by Coach Andrew. Anderson and his staff is really exciting. I know everyone's excited to get back into the spectrum as well, and certainly our team is. Coming off a COVID year, I'm quite confident that it's going to be a fun season inside of the spectrum. Weekdays from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Talking the sports you care about. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press, Eric France, and Aj Salveson, 106 and the fan. Thanks for joining us, however, wherever you're doing so. Uh, 6789 text in, Eric. Baseball should have a pitch clock and be timed like soccer. Ooh, that's a good idea I just had. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, that is a good idea. Let's just have a timed baseball game. The thing with baseball is, like, there is no time limit whatsoever. No. Nothing. No. Nothing. There's, there, there's literally nothing about, uh, well... I guess when they swap out pitchers, there is a bit of a time element there that they've instituted. But other than that, really, there's no time element at all in the game. It's Which bad. the purists will say, keep Leave it how it, it that is. Way. Yeah, it's not how it's intended. Yeah, but the game's got to evolve while while the world evolves, too. Game's got to make adjustments, and they haven't, and you're still seeing four-hour games, and it's I think it's too long, but that's so yeah. They've tried to to speed things up with trying to limit the number of times a manager can come out and talk to his his pitcher. And I I applaud some of the moves that Major League Baseball is trying to do to move things along and modernize the game without you know doing things to t- dramatically change its heritage. 
But at the same time, <laughs> a five-plus-hour game? I know. Did, did I, I think I've told this story on here before. I'm pretty sure I have. There's a video, a side-by-side video comparison of an at-bat from Cal Ripken Jr. in 1993 to a David Ortiz bat in 2013. The Cal Ripken Jr. bat goes eight pitches long. The David Ortiz bat is five pitches long. The David Ortiz bat takes two minutes and 15 seconds. The Cal Ripken Jr. bat takes one minute and three seconds. In a three-pitch difference. It's nuts. And, and you watch it. Like, it shows, like, the full-length video. Like, and the thing is, is, you know, David's taking his time, you know, restrapping in his gloves and, you know, gripping his bat. Uh, takes a deep breath. Cal Ripken uh, re-grips his bat, steps right back in. Uh, no practice wins, and then they just throw the ball. And it's same thing over and over again. And now it's, well, I got to step off. I got to, you know, wave at my wife. I've got to dust my jersey off, even though I have no dirt on it. It's just, come on, people. Freaking already. 9315, did you guys feel that UNLV game for Utah State could be a trap game? And who is the hardest team left on the f- football schedule for Utah State? Getting that in just a moment. Hold tight. 9835, if no one was leaving the game early, why change it? Even if it did last five and a half hours. That, that's true. No one's leaving anywhere. That's no. That's a classic ball game. Yeah, no one's going. I mean, that's a great point. No one's going I, anywhere. Yeah, I mean, lo- I love watching these games, and there's heightened drama. Like, you get extra innings. It's yeah, every pitch matters. Every swing matters. It's like it, it brings people in. It starts word gets out that hey, we got a ball game here. But I don't know, five and a half hours. I was watching a movie. Uh, so I was watching one game, and I was like, I'm gonna watch a movie. I watched an hour and forty five minute movie. Came back to the game, and it only went three innings. I only missed three innings of baseball in the hour and a half, man. I can think of, uh, on the flip side of that, this was the Dodgers just a few years ago. Uh, Kershaw was on the mound. He made quick work. Um, and that game was done in under two and a half hours. I mean, it was incredible how fast that game was. Everybody was just in total shock <laughs> at just how fast that game went through because he was three up, three down, three up, three down. And they were just moving through everything. Um, and uh, that was that was nuts. Four 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 six. Yankees Red Sox had record numbers for AL Wild Card. Baseball is just fine. They're not wrong. Like they're right. I just man, and I wish, and I need to have. I love baseball. I need to have more of appreciation for the game being played. As a purist, I need to enjoy it more. Too many times I'm impatient, and I mean, I mean honestly, like uh, nine eight three five four 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 six are totally right. Okay, uh, it's great that Yankees Red Sox that was a record number for the AL wild card game, but look who was involved. I mean, the two most historic franchises in baseball. Then that's great that they faced each other in the playoffs. That is great, and they they got great uh, viewership for it. Um, if those were two relatively unknown teams, I don't know if it has the same thing. But look. I love baseball too, but uh, I—I'll be honest. I have a hard time. I'm going to be sifting, shifting in and out. I'm going to be doing other things. I, I'm not going to sit there for five and a half hours. If it was my team, then I probably would. If it was the Cubs in the in that scenario, yes, I would. But as a casual observer and just a fan of the sport, I—I I can't. 
I just I, I got other things going on. I'll check in, yeah, but I'm not going to sit and watch five hours of baseball <laughs> for one game. I mean, I'll I'll check on lots of other games, but for one game, five and a half hours, I can't. Hey, why isn't what's this John Cusack not allowed to cheer for the White Sox thing all about? Do you know? I uh, don't know. Some like Barstool guy, you know how Barstool can be, went up and. Uh, uh, yeah, I told John Gusak he's he's not allowed to cheer for the White Sox. I don't know what's going I missed something there, obviously, but it's all over Twitter. All right, anyways, Eric, let's talk some college football here. As we got through week uh, six of the season, we are now approaching the halfway mark for the season after Utah State faces UNLV on Saturday. Uh, Very different top four. Oh, is it ever? This is great. I mean, the Alabama upset Texas A&M with the walk-off field goal. That's fun. That's great for for football. First loss from Alabama in a long time, dude. Just a great football game overall too. Texas A&M was, was back up by and fourteen, then Alabama takes the lead by seven in the fourth. A&M comes back, ties it, uh, and then they you know just you get you get three up or it's I me mean, three uh, three and out, and you get the ball back and kick a field goal and a chip shot to win it. Penalties killed the Alabama Crimson Tide though. Uh, Texas A&M uh, learned today they got fined $100,000 from the SEC it's so worth for it. fans storming you know the field. What? They will a- happily pay every dime to do that. But it's the second time that's happened. But um, but Georgia's the new number one. They're unanimous in the AP. Iowa did receive one first-place vote in the coaches' poll. Iowa's number two in, in both polls. Cincinnati, number three in the AP, number four in the coaches' Uh, Oklahoma is four in the coaches, number three. Excuse me, number four in the AP, number three in the coaches. So top four teams are all the same. Alabama right there at number five. Ohio State number six. So uh, some significant movement. Penn State falling several spots after their okay, loss. Okay, now help me with this. How come Penn State gets punished more for losing to Iowa than Alabama does for losing to A&M? A&M was unranked. No, how come I, Penn State is getting punished more? I don't know that they're getting punished more. They I fell do? the same number of spots in the coaches, and they fell fewer spots than in the AP. How many spots? Did Alabama fell, in the AP? fell four spots in the AP. Penn State fell three. Yeah, but okay. How come Alabama doesn't get punished more for it? How come Penn State has to fall three spots for losing to the number three ranked team in the country by three? That just makes no sense. And there's some bias. Dude, that Oklahoma-Texas uh, big, uh, was it, the uh, Red, River Red River rivalry turned out to be everything that and more. Thank you, ABC, for screwing all of us over and changing to the Boise State-BYU game, which I'm sure all of us were enthralled to go watch. <laughs> I still am just livid that we got that game cut off from us. Speaking of falling, boy, BYU fell 9 in the AP. They fell 10 spots in the As coaches. they should. Nine three one five. I can't believe they cut a big game store to the BYU game. Why do that? I don't know. I'm so livid about that. Uh, Nine three one zero. Neither Alabama or BYU fell far enough in the polls. I would agree. I would absolutely agree. They didn't get yeah. They didn't get punished enough. Uh, dude, Georgia monsters. I mean, absolute monsters right now. They're on a mission, Eric. Oh, their defense is incredible. That SEC championship, if Alabama's involved, could be one of the better games we've seen in a long, long time. They, they took Auburn, chewed him up, and spit him out. <laughs> Who haven't they done that to? Well, it's true. Michigan 32-29 winners over Nebraska. As Eric mentioned, BYU 
Falls to Boise State 26-17. Boise State was without their starting running back, two starting receivers, three starting corners, plus one got ejected, and three starting offensive linemen, and still found a way to beat uh, beat BYU on the road. That's impressive. It is. And that's a great win for the Mountain West. Oh, it's oh yeah! It's Absolutely. good for the Mountain West to have love Boise it. State win that yeah, game. Anytime BYU loses is a good win for Utah State Aggies. <laughs> uh, Ole Miss, Lane Kiffin get a uh, in a shootout, get a win over Arkansas, fifty-two fifty-one. Uh, Notre Dame over Virginia Tech, thirty-two twenty-nine. Kentucky beats LSU. Like, when's the last time you said this? Kentucky beats LSU by twenty-one in football. Uh, it's crazy what's going on with Kentucky. They're undefeated. They're playing some great football. Um, they they continue to climb. Uh, talking about movement in the polls, I mean Kentucky they moved up five spots in the uh, in the AP and three in the coaches, so they're ranked eleventh in both. Wow, it's good stuff. It's nuts. Wake Forest over Syracuse forty to thirty seven. SMU thirty one twenty four winners over Navy and number twenty five San Diego State. Eric beats New Mexico thirty one to seven. Did San Diego State move up? San Diego State did not move. Um, well, I should say the. Technically, they did move. Sorry, they moved up one spot in the coach in the AP, and they went from unranked to ranked uh, in the uh, coaches. So they're twenty fourth in both polls. All right. And speaking of getting votes in the coaches, um, there are a couple other Mountain West schools that are getting votes. Uh, Air Force is getting nine votes. Nevada seven. Fresno State three. Uh, Air Force is getting two votes in the AP. Uh, and then Air Force, as you're speaking of Air Force, they upset Wyoming 24-14. So Wyoming suffers their first loss of the year. Air Force just dominated them on the ground. Uh, and Wyoming and that's good no news response. for Utah State. That is great news for Utah State. Utah, speaking of great news, feel-good stories. Utah gets their first win over USC since 1916 at USC in the Coliseum, 42-26. Great win for Utah. Very emotional situation for them. They were in Texas today for the funeral of Aaron Lowe, uh, and uh, big – look, that could have been a huge distraction for them, but they turned it into motivation and uh, got a win in some place that's historically been very, very difficult for them to get a victory. Uh, Matt Wells and the Texas Tech Raiders, as big of a step forward as it was to beat West Virginia, took a big step backwards, falling to Gary Patterson and the TCU Horn Frogs, 52-31. Mm. Yikes. They're on a yo-yo this year. Yeah, I don't think that's going to do for those Red Raider Nation fans. Any other games that stood out to you, Eric? Well, you mentioned Colorado State beating up on San Jose, thirty-two to fourteen. The Spartans, uh, they is it the Spartans uh, or the Rams? Help well, me here, I think man. it's a little bit of both. I think San Jose had some glow that carried over from last year, but it's dissipating quickly. And Colorado State has certainly made a lot of mistakes along the way, but they've shown yeah. they can be. Kind of competitive, so that's a big win for them. That was uh, their uh, victory in, at Fort Collins, their first Mountain West win. That's first time crazy. they've had a game in the Mountain West. Oh, of all the teams that beat San Jose State, it ends up being Colorado State in just blowout fashion, too. That's unreal. Is there any other Mountain West games that we missed, Eric? Uh, well, Nevada beat up on New Mexico State. No big surprises there. 55-28. to 28. Oh, so that wasn't even close, no. huh? Oh, wow. All right. Uh, and we get pretty much into full bore Mountain West Conference play from here on out, don't we? Yeah, next week it's all Mountain West versus Mountain West. Okay. So it's it's uh, there's some pretty good games on schedule, especially Air Force at Boise, um, Fresno at, at Wyoming, and then the sneaky good one to watch for is the one that will involve the Aggies, where that UNLV team hasn't won a game in two years. 
and they're jonesing for a win. They really want to break the streak, and Utah State doesn't want to be the team that gives it up to them. You're so, right. By the way, watch Coach, out for that one. Coach Blake Anderson is not looking at the record of UNLV. He's looking at the way they're playing, and he is very, very understanding and very aware of how good this UNLV team can be. They've been competitive in the last couple of games. Yep, absolutely. We're going to take a break, come back, wrap up the first hour of the Full Court Press on 106.9 The Fan. Tires. You need good ones, especially heading into the winter. But wow, can they be pricey? Express Auto and Tire has opened up the warehouse to thousands of name brand used tires for only $25 per tire. Express Auto and Tire is selling every used tire for only $25. Yes, snow tires. Yes, truck tires. Yes, every tire, only $25. This winter, hit the road with confidence. No need to book ahead, just come on in. Visit Express Auto and Tire at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. RoofMax by Quality Pace Roofing is a quick and affordable alternative to a complicated and expensive asphalt roof replacement. Your home and business roof may need help going into the winter months. Call 757-9642 and let Quality Pace Roofing see if RoofMax can save you thousands. This is a nationally recognized asphalt shingle rejuvenation process that extends the life of your roof up to 15 years beyond the warranty. Call Quality Pace Roofing 757-9642 or Google Quality Pace Roofing. The Riverwoods Conference Center is the center in Cache Valley for business, entertainment, and special events. Whether you're hosting a large or small event, you have the choice of inside with all the new modern interior renovations or outside along the scenic banks of the beautiful Logan River. The Riverwoods is an ideal choice offering seamless planning, easy catering coordination, and will make your event as professional or as beautiful as desired. To book your next event or for more info, visit theriverwoods.com or call 435-750-5151. We'll see you at the Riverwoods. The Aggies are number one here. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. When you buy Napa Auto Parts, you're getting the best. Best parts and best service. Need a new battery or new wiper blades? Pull into any of your five locally owned Preston and Providence Napa Auto Parts stores, and they'll not only make sure you get the right battery or wiper blades, They'll even help you install it. And if you need other work done, they can recommend a dozen Napa Auto Care Centers with ASE certified technicians. Napa Auto Parts, proud to have them a part of our show. They sponsor Dan Patrick, Love the Noise, which you'll hear here in about 90 seconds. Uh, big week in Mount West Conference football coming up. You already mentioned it. Eric, uh, someone asked us on the text line uh, not too long ago if it was a trap game. Could be if you're not careful. you got to prepare the right way here. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, both teams had a bye week. Both teams have had opportunities to review kind of where they're at, get healthy. This UNLV team, they've struggled to win games, but they've been very competitive in their last couples. So uh, we'll we'll hear more from Blake Anderson coming up on uh, next hour on that. Uh, I want to get a couple texts in the, before we have to break real quick. This is from 9835. ABC's coverage of a game in the home market, they contractually had to change it regarding flipping from uh, – the Red River rivalry to bummer. that one. Uh, 9315, I thought YBU would go 24 or 25 in the polls, how they only go to 19. And, uh, yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise. And then 8968, as I was watching the Boise game over the weekend, I couldn't decide whether I was rooting for Boise in our conference <laughs> or against BYU. At least one of their heads lost a hat size. That's true. I was rooting for Boise. I'm not going to lie to you. It's better to, for the conference if Boise wins. Five six six two. Hey, if it wasn't raining, YBU would have won by twenty. Sheesh! I did see that. Did you see that message? 
someone put on the Cougar message board that if it wasn't raining, the Cougars would have won easily. It's always someone else's fault. Second Even hours. nature's. Did you do? <laughs> I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. NFL fans probably don't think too much about kickers, but we had no choice on Sunday. Kickers missed 12 field goals and 12 extra points, the most extra points missed since 2016. The ultimate kicking nightmare took place in Cincinnati. Packers and Bengals kickers combined to miss five potential game-winning field goals themselves. Eventually, Green Bay kicker Mason Crosby hit one, but it was ugly. Ever since the league moved the extra point back in 2015, they have been a bit of an adventure. Makes that play much more exciting and creates some pretty cool end-of-game scenarios. But there are some football purists who don't want the games to come down to kickers. For that group, Sunday was a tough day. We've also seen kickers do some pretty amazing things like Justin Tucker's 66-yarder that helped the Ravens beat the Lions in Week 3. We've all seen teams lose games because of kickers. Like it or not, it's a big part of the game that's not going to change anytime soon. I'm Dan Patrick, and this is Above the Noise. There is no stopping this team! The Aggies, the Jazz, the high schools. If it's the sport you care about, we're talking about it. Merrill for the lead! He's got it's the Full Court Press with Eric Franson and R.J. Selvason. I'd hate to see how you balance your checkbook. I'm telling you, I'd hate to see you general manage a team. Y'all getting paid millions to act like... The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. All right, second hour of the Full Court Press. All right. What is that noise? Oh, shut up, Eric. Don't do that to me. Uh, first, you make short jokes to me in the first hour, and I wasn't meant to be a make, short. Now joke. you want to make fun of my voice? That's good for you, Eric. Sorry, nobody, none of us have a radio voice like Eric France. Still, does. nobody's taking you up on the offer. Yeah, we got to get this fixed. Two three zero five. By the way, if Air Force beats Boise State and Utah State wins out, is that a scenario that Utah State would be in the championship game? Yes, yes that would do it. That would do it for you, assuming Utah State wins out. 2787. Hey, AJ, how did you like Boise State beating BYU? Great game. Go Broncos. Hey, I loved it, man. I was cheering for the for the Broncos. It's the only Broncos the I've ever cheered for in my life, and, and it's probably the only game I've ever cheered for the Broncos, but I was cheering for them. Yeah, it's good for the for the conference. Go Donkeys. Uh, 9315. It's a cross between a cat and an AJ. <laughs> Wait, what? Did, <laughs> that, that sound that got us started? Yes, okay. I think, I think that's a very accurate okay. description. You know, Eric, I tried Thank to be nice in the first hour, and no one wanted to take my offer up. No one. Should we do it now or no? Does anybody care? Nobody cares. It's It's been an hour, so you're all different. you got a different listening audience. Okay, okay, fine. I'll do it because Eric's making me. Uh, here is You still d- have time to get there. Well, they do and they don't. I've got two Jazz tickets for tonight I need to get rid of. Now, here is the dealio cheerio. You need to have the Utah Jazz app, and you need to have a vaccination or a negative test to be able to enter into the building. I have two Jazz tickets for tonight. Two. They're upper bowl, so don't freak out. I need to get rid of them because I can't go to the game tonight. Text in what you love about me, and you will get two tickets. Simple as that. First to text in, 435-339-0321 our Gil Mortgage text line. What do you love about AJ? Go ahead. Tell me now, and you get two Jazz tickets for tonight's game. Simple as that. Playing New Orleans in their first preseason game of the season. We won't have it here on the fan. We don't carry the preseason games, but uh, we will have the regular season. We'll have the regular season. 
2305. Go Air Force. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, go go Falcons. Absolutely. Love it. From here on out, absolutely. Every Aggie fan should be an Air Force fan. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Go Air Force. I'm all in about it. Um I don't know what to do, Eric. Oh, by the way, but you know what's going to be crazy is that we're going to have like 50 callers for your bread and butter play of the game at 515 when we call for it. I hope so. I hope so. Like this, That was a crazy game. Who won? Crazy, crazy game. Skyview and Green Canyon, absolutely worth everything it was billed to be. Uh, it was back and forth. Anybody's game. Uh, Skyview pulls ahead late. Green Canyon marches down the field. They get all the way on the one and uh, two seconds to go, they're trying to push it in for the tying touchdown. Ball comes loose. Skyview player picks it up and runs it all the way down as time expires. 98-yard fumble recovery for a touchdown, and Skyview wins 20-7. to uh, Crazy, wild game. Um, but, uh, yeah, that was – so Skyview and, and Green Canyon – uh, still, I mean, I don't know what the final RPI is going to look like because there was the game Saturday that affects any standings you might have seen Saturday morning. Uh, and then there's games happening this week. So we don't get the final standings until Saturday morning. But uh, Skyview has got to be moving up. I don't know if Green Canyon will be notched down too far down in the standings. Uh, Ridgeline continues to dominate. Uh, they're going to... Uh, they should be number one. Um, and then Mountain Crest uh, with the uh, win over Bear River at Bear River on Saturday. So kind of a surprising, um, I guess, weekend that was for Region 11 football. But don't forget, coming up at 515, we'll be calling for that old gristmill bread and butter play of the game. So Hurricane John Newbold, I know he mentioned it at the end of the game. I was watching it, and I was writing it down myself. Uh, and uh, if you need to, you can go back and watch because they're archived. You can watch the end of the game if you need to go back and uh, refresh your memory about what that old gristmill bread-and-butter play of the game was from Friday night. Because coming up at 5.15, we'll call for it. And if you get it right, four loaves of bread to old gristmill. 435-752-1069 to uh to call in and participate in that contest at 515 at 515 not right now 2305 i'm still thinking but i can't go to the game anyway just kidding you the man great <laughs> so people want to call in for i mean look i love old gristmill bread i'm grateful that people are gonna be calling in we're gonna get like 20 calls because people love the old gristmill bread again big thanks to val who got me some pumpkin chocolate chip bread i love I love their bread. I love the country white bread. I put tuna on that, some cheese, a little bit of relish. Oh, it's delicious. I love the country white bread. I love the cinnamon bread. It is so delicious. That's good stuff. But the pumpkin chocolate chip bread is where my heart truly lands. Well, you're excited to try that out. Uh, Hey, one other thing about high school sports to let you know about the, uh, speaking of RPI and, and playoff rankings, those final rankings have been set. The playoff pairings have been set for 4A girls soccer. And so uh, Mountain Crest finishes number two. So they get a bye. 
in the first round. So does Ridgeline, who finished number three. Turns out Crimson Cliffs finished first. So the first three, the top three teams will get a bye. That's how it's going to work in 4A with the only two regions. The top three teams will get a first round bye. Uh, that's for all the sports. So Crimson Cliffs number one, Mountain Crest number two, Ridgeline number three. They get a first round bye. Skyview is at number four. They're going to host Hurricane on Wednesday at four. Bear River, excuse me, Green Canyon is number five, and they will host number 12, Bear River. Uh, again, Wednesday at four. Last that, that uh, we'd heard on these. These may these times may be subject to change. Uh, and then um, that uh, yeah that that takes care of uh, all the uh, all the Region Eleven games. So Mountain Crest is waiting the winner of Snow Canyon and Desert Hills. Ridgeline is awaiting the winner of Dixie and Cedar. And if Green Canyon beats Bear River, and Skyview beats Hurricane. They will face each other in Skyview. Um, and those games scheduled for Saturday, tentatively uh, scheduled to start at 1 o'clock. So that's what's going on for uh, girls soccer. This is the uh, last week of the regular season for volleyball. And, uh, and then their playoffs will start. Their tournament will take place down at Utah Valley. And uh, so kind of a big week in what's going on with transition to the end of fall sports. Fun stuff, Eric. Can you believe we're already to the end of fall sports? I know. Is that crazy? It is crazy. And then we got uh, basketball coming up here right around the corner, about a month or so, give or take, for high school. When does high school basketball start? Is that at the middle of November? Uh, haven't got all the schedules yet, but usually those begin right after Thanksgiving. Right after Thanksgiving. There's a rare case that somebody might play a game right before Thanksgiving, but uh, usually those seasons start um, right after Thanksgiving. Yeah. Well... Uh, let's see, 4034. What is the number to call in for the bread and butter play of the game? You'll find out in about five minutes, even though we've already said it twice. I'll tell it, tell it to you again. I don't mind saying it again. It's 435-752-1069. You know, when I used to, or when I do go co-host for the VFX Morning Show, I'll give out the wrong text number just to throw people off. You know, give them a little bit of a, the, the spitball. You know, they're expecting a fastball and getting the spitball. Yeah, that's always great. Yeah. Then they'll think, oh, no one wants to text in on the subject. No, that's not true. Oh, it's because AJ's giving out the wrong number. Yes, there we go. AJ corrects me really quickly. Yeah, 435-752-1069. Don't call until 515, please. I still have two jazz tickets and nobody wants them. Upper bowl, so no piranhas. It's not lower bowl row one. Calm down. Upper bowl, I got to get rid of these. I can't go. Lower upper bowl? Eric. Or is it upper, upper bowl? Okay. Okay, there. You know, you sound like, I can't say who, but yeah. It's it's, it's just in the upper bowl, Eric. Inquiring minds want to know. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Hey, last night, uh, rain delay, but uh, second half, it was all Josh Allen. I mean, the first half, it was all Josh Allen and the Bills, but uh, man, the... Buffalo looks is for real. They don't just look for oh, real. They massive. are for real. Yeah, Josh Allen looked good, too. He used his legs quite a bit. Uh, you know, He made some great throws, too. Can I have a gripe? If the Patriots were 2-3 and three right now with Tom Brady, everyone's just killing the Patriots. Oh, they're, the dynasty's over. Tom Brady's too old. Bill Belichick needs to be fired. I, and, it, and it goes on for a whole week, Eric. The Chiefs lose a couple games, and no one says a word. No one cares. They're giving up a ton of points every single game. 
Their defense is terrible. Their offensive line is struggling. Uh, yeah, there are a lot of expectations on Kansas City that are nowhere close to being met. Meanwhile, the Cardinals didn't have any expectations. And look at them. They're the only undefeated team in the NFL. They won again, beat the 49ers. Nobody's given them enough t- attention. No, I'd agree. Okay, who that? What was the score of that game, Eric? 17 to 10. Oof. 49ers felt like they had some chances, but couldn't get it done. Dude, how embarrassed are you if you're the Raiders getting thrashed by the Bears like you did? Well, yeah, there's a lot of distraction for that team right now. Sure. But that's a franchise that, uh, similar to the, uh, the, 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 um, (laughs) I said the Donkeys, the Broncos. (laughs) They are the Donkeys, too, by the way. The Donkeys to some. Uh, Started the season strong, but have really started to fall apart. Uh, they're on a bit of a losing streak here. Uh, four seven eight one. Nobody wants your nosebleed seats, AJ. I bet they are standing only seats. Shake my head. Oh, fine. Oh, let's see nine three one five. Can I? Can AJ host the rest of the show so AJ can go to the Jazz game? <laughs> Come on. Uh, nine nine four eight. The Chiefs should honestly be one and four. If the Browns don't fumble the game away in Week One, the Chiefs are one and four. Yeah, it's true. Whew. It's they don't true. get enough crap for it, though. They're not getting any heat for that, Eric. Uh, I think it's starting to heat up, but I agree. It should be more. It, it should, should be, be more. more. This, is, this is unacceptable. Yeah. Uh, Monday night game tonight's the Colts and Ravens. That should be a thriller. One and three versus three and one. Uh, Falcons beat the Jets twenty-seven twenty. Boy, Zach Wilson just sucks. That was such a bad pickup for New York. Packers, dude, this Packers Bengals game. You got kickers Unreal. missing field goals. Uh, left kickers and thinking right. they hit field goals when oh. they really didn't. That was funny. That dude. was funny. He's all celebrating. Turns Woo! around. Whoa. Hey, what? I made that. Well, look at the replay, bro. But Unreal, not just that game, but there were several games that had field goals that, that missed that normally are automatic. Uh, another dramatic finish involving the Lions, but they keep oh, being on the wrong poor end. guys. Dude, I feel so bad for them. They can't catch a break. No. I wonder what they're cursed with. Hey, how about my Buccaneers? 45-17 winners over the Dolphins. I over love it. Over the 1-4 Dolphins. I love it. I love it. Uh, Jimmy Swinson and the Saints, 33-22 winners over Washington. That's a sorry team. Taysom Washington. Hill carted off the field with big shot to the head. Yeah, that's not good. Uh, hey, Titans, thirty-seven nineteen winners over the Jaguars. Could the Jag? Who's gonna go winless? Jaguars who are zero and five. There's one more winless team, isn't there? It's the Lions. Wow. Who do you think does it? Uh, I think the Lions get a win before the Jaguars do. They've shown a lot more fight, a lot more competitiveness. They're they're super close. Nine nine four. Jaguars don't look that. I hate the Packers. The Lions would be stoked to be one and four. <laughs> 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 uh, let's see here. Uh, Cowboys beat the Giants 44-20. to Yeah, a lot of players for the Giants hurt in that one, not available in that one, but Cowboys did what they needed to do. My Patriots. Got the win. My Patriots are incredible. You're down big. You fight back. You get Mac Jones. Gutsy, gutsy guy. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. That's what I'm talking about. 25 yeah, the hapless the Texans. Texans. Do you know what, Eric? A win to win. All right. We got hosed against Tom Brady and the Buccaneers by the referees. And we were able to respond this week. I'm proud of those guys. 
Hey, it's 5.15. It's time to call out for the old gristmill bread and butter play the game from the Skyview Bobcats football game on Friday night. 435-752-1069. Ajay has it in his hand to correctly identify the play. Actually, it's on my right on the desk. So yeah, call in if you can correctly identify the old gristmill bread and butter play of the game from Friday night from the Skyview football game as they took on Green Canyon. Wait, we're taking a break. Let's take a break. Yes, let's do that. <laughs> I'm here with Jay Broadbent from Alpine Home Medical. Jay, I hear your ads for CPAP resupply all the time. What do I need to do to just get that taken care of? It's easy. We can set up your CPAP resupply within a few minutes. We'll work out all the insurance for you, and then we'll start mailing the supplies straight to your door. You can even chat with a CPAP specialist online. Just visit us at alpinehomemedical.com. We'll have you sleeping better in no time. Alpine Home Medical. Building, remodeling, Daryl's has the wall oven for you. This is Jay from Daryl's Appliance. We have a great selection of single and double Whirlpool wall ovens in stock right now. Whirlpool wall ovens help you manage meal time for the whole family. That's at Daryl's, where service always comes first. Daryl's West on Airport Road. See Daryl's Appliance in beautiful downtown Benson. Colonel. Good morning, sir. I see you found a way to keep our cannon out of the mud. Pavers, sir. As a mason, I used to lay them for courtyards and patios. Brilliant. Thank you. They hold up beautifully no matter how punishing the conditions. I can see that. Say, uh, after the war, think you'd be available to pave my patio at Mount Vernon? Stone pavers from Castellite really catch your eye. Do it yourself with the expert help at Castellite. For all your brick, block, rock, paver, and tile needs, go where the pros go. Castellite.com. Saturday on Compass Media Network's coverage of NCAA football. ACC foes collide in Chapel Hill as the North Carolina Tar Heels host the Miami Hurricanes. Hi, this is TJ Reeves. Join Tony Hill and me for all the action as Sam Howell and the Tar Heels look for a Coastal Division win over Cameron Harris and the Hungry Canes. It's Miami and North Carolina. If it's college football, it's right here. Saturday afternoon, beginning at 1 p.m. on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Interviews, analysis, and a little bit of fun mixed in. The Full Court Press on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. We have a winner for the bread and butter play of the game. It is Kobe Wilson. Congratulations, Kobe. On your four loaves of old grist meal bread. Free bread? Dude, a big thanks to Val for hooking me up with the uh, the famous pumpkin chocolate chip. Tis the season. It is going to be gone by the end of tomorrow night. I have no doubt. Go get that. <laughs> We're Grisco just going to have to roll you in here. You know, Eric, call me an Oompa Loompa after you're saying, making a I short didn't call you an Oompa Loompa. taking my knees out. It's that kind of crap that just, you know... I never called you an Oompa Loompa. You, you just did. No, I said I have not called you that. You called me a short midget. Oompa Loompa. <laughs> 4781. Do you want to marry... Or, yeah, I didn't know that Ozzy's last name was Brady. Do you want to marry the guy or something? <laughs> I just want to be adopted by him. Right, he would not mind being I part of the Brady family. I just want to be his, his adopted child. That's all I'm asking. 9948. Mac Jones and Justin Fields will be the future and upcoming quarterbacks from this last draft. I would agree. Justin Fields is going to be a highlight in in, in the future. 
It's going to take him a bit, but he's playing for a bad football team. Really bad football team. So I don't blame him. Yeah. Uh, Eric, it's time to get our pick six results. Uh, who won pick six? Just tell me who won. That's all I want to know. Just say he won. Uh, let's see. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three. For who? For me. Oh, okay. All right. There it is. That's it. You don't want to know how it turned out. Well, no. Like what meant what? What? How you got? What you got right? The only thing that matters is that you won. This is true. All right. Dang it! I thought I won too. <laughs> I thought I was hosed. Uh, for those, did you really win? For those keeping track at home, uh, Boise State rushing yards at BYU set the line at seventy-five and a half. They rushed for one hundred and forty. I took the over. You took the under. Uh, will a Major League Baseball series be done by Monday? Yes or no? Um, I said yes. You said no. So we're tied 1-1 at that point. FIFA World Cup qualifier, Cape Verde or Liberia? It was Cape Verde. So here you're up 2-1. to one. Uh, Georgia over Auburn. You won the next four straight? I won the next three straight. Sorry, I won 4-3, to three, not 5. 4-3. to three. Uh, Georgia over Auburn by 18 and a half. Uh, we both took the over on that. Georgia won by 24. Uh, Penn State with uh, forced uh, turnovers um, on Iowa. Iowa only had one turnover, but the line was set at one and a half. I took the under. You took the over. So that's one for me. So we're tied at two. So we're tied at three apiece. You said I was up two to one. Well, then we both got the over on the Georgia, so that's two for me, three for you, and yeah. then I just got the Penn State oh. one. So now it's tied three apiece. Comes down to this: Bills and Chiefs. Who would have more touchdowns, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? Allen had three, Mahomes had two. I picked Allen, you picked Mahomes. So it didn't come down to the tiebreaker. So I win four to three. I got a delicious loaf of choc- pumpkin chocolate chip bread for you. <laughs> no, you don't. That's for you. You are welcome. That's for you to enjoy. You should be thrilled about that, that I got you that. You should be grateful. Unlike our listeners who I try to give Jasticus to. <laughs> 9948, my bears aren't as bad as you think, God, Jay. Okay, so here's – I need help. Are the bears bad or not? Yes or no? Because Justin Fields is good. What is it with the bears? How come they can't go win games? I mean, they beat Las Vegas, but Las Vegas is a mess right now. I just want to see a good Bears team. But Las Vegas isn't a bad team. There's some distractions. There's some bad things going on. But 6891, yes. It's a good win for them. 6891 says yes, they are bad. Fair enough. 9948 is going to stick up for his Bears. I love that. I, 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 was, I want to see Chicago succeed. The White Sox, the Bears, give me somebody out of there. The Cubs. Nobody cares about the, the Cubs are like just the lost forgotten child that nobody cares about. You said you wanted to see Chicago succeed. Not that Chicago. All right, we got to go to break. Eric's got to get out of here. So we're going to play some audio from Blake Anderson, Dimitri Galiafua, and Hunter Reynolds from Utah State from their football presser today as they get ready for UNLV on Saturday in week six of the college football season. All coming up on the full court press, 1069 The Fan. 
footfall is in the air and it's getting colder. Make sure your vehicle is well maintained. This is Dustin with Valvoline and Snow Change in Logan across from Angie's. As the weather turns colder, your car might need a little more attention and an oil change is easy. We'll change your oil and also check other fluid levels and replace your air filters if needed. The best thing? You can stay in your car while our trained pros service your vehicle. Fabulous and oil change, 695 North Main. Don't mind the construction out front. We are still open and ready to serve you. Used tires, only $25. Express Auto and Tire is selling every size, every name brand, and every snow tire for only $25. Looking for something a bit newer? Express Auto and Tire can save you hundreds on new name brand tires. Expect the same name brands, only hundreds less. $25 used tires or new tires saving you hundreds. Stop at Express Auto and Tire for every option on every tire. Visit Express Auto at 3200 North Main, Hyde Park. The Renegade Sports Park in Logan now has side-by-side -side rentals available. Plus, hard-to-find e-bikes on sale at Renegade Sports. Top-of-the-line Rambo and Fantic e-bikes on sale at end-of-season prices. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville has more side-by-side Terex Razors and Can-Am Mavericks than anyone in the state of Utah. Get yours today. Renegade Sports in Logan and Centerville. Leader follow. You decide the ride. S.E. Needham Jewelers is where Utah gets engaged. We offer a large selection of personalized service and extraordinary benefits with our Integrity Price Guarantee. At Match Quality, you'll find our prices to be as low or lower than any store in the state. We consistently beat any 50 to 70% off sales, internet pricing, or so-called wholesale deals. In fact, we even price our diamonds at internet pricing. So you'll get S.E. Needham quality at internet prices. Open Monday through Saturday, 10 to 7, where Utah gets engaged. S.E. Needham Jewelers, middle of the block, at the sign of the clock. Social Security is with you through life's journey from birth to retirement. As your life changes year to year, so do your needs. For over 80 years, Social Security has helped to meet your needs and is committed to improving access to the services that make a difference in your life. Today, you can verify your earnings, estimate your future benefits, apply for retirement, manage your benefits, and even change your address, all from the comfort of your home. Social Security's online services help put you in control with secure access to your information anytime, anywhere, allowing you to spend more time with family, friends, or simply just enjoying the day. Social Security, securing today and tomorrow. See what you can do online at socialsecurity.gov. Produced at U.S. taxpayer expense. It's the Full Court Press. Weekday afternoons from 4 to 6 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM. The Fan. Full Court Press here. I'm Ajay Salveson. Eric steps out for the rest of the evening. He'll be back with you tomorrow here on a Tuesday afternoon. We'll have our stat player recap the uh, rest of the week in the NFL. We'll have more audio for you regarding Utah State football uh, as we get you ready for the Rebels and Aggies. 5 o'clock in Las Vegas at beautiful Allegiant Stadium. Saturday night, 5 o'clock, uh, you'll have pregame with Al Lewis at 4 o'clock. Uh, Al Lewis, Ryan Bone, Craig Hislop. Eric Franson will be on the uh, pregame call, and postgame will be Eric, Ryan, and Al. They'll take your phone calls. You can also text into the, 
the show using the same text line that we have here. It's 435-339-0321. All right, let's talk some Utah State football. Uh, Coach Aronson was at the podium today. Talks about the bye week and getting ready for UNLV and uh, working on themselves to get ready for this Saturday night. Um, seems like it's been a while since we played. So we're uh, coming off the open week. Is good. It is good for us in the sense that we need to, we need to get healed up. I think uh, hopefully we've gotten that done. We'll see as we go out tomorrow and just kind of see where guys are at. But all indications toward the end of the week, talking to trainers, talking to guys, is that it was, it was helping us. Uh, first five weeks have been really physical, some, some very physical football games. Watching some of those guys play this weekend just reminded me of that. At uh, the opponents that we play, it's, it's been uh, it's been a physical first half, and we need to be healthy and fresh to make a run down the stretch over the next seven uh, games. So, so we'll get back to work on the normal schedule tomorrow, leading into UNLV. Uh, you know, I know people look at their record and and are going to just assume things, but uh, the thing I've been impressed with is how hard these guys are playing. Uh, they've taken two really good football teams down to the wire the last couple. of uh, games, both really uh, basically ranked opponents, Fresno ranked and UTSA ranked, if, if not before they played them, definitely after they played them, and played them to one possession games late. To me, that's a team that's getting better, not worse, a team that's playing hard, and uh, obviously believes in what the you know a brand new head coach is, is preaching and teaching. To me, that makes them extremely dangerous. And then you can see the skill level on the field. They've gotten better every week. We're going to have to play, we're have to play great ball. The message to our team going into this is, is just that we've got to just keep improving. We have not played our best football yet. We, uh, we're happy with three and two, but not satisfied with that. Seeing opportunities where we could have won one or two more games along the way um, and things that we can fix and improve, and that is exactly what we need to focus our time and energy on. And that's going to be really one week at a time. Uh, UNLV, uh, you know, not independent of that every week, is going to have to be about us playing the best ball we can play, regardless of the opponent, regardless of home or away, and, and see if we can become the team that we're capable of. I don't think we've seen that team quite yet. But excited about where our guys' heads were leaving uh, for the weekend to see family and, and I, I've, what I've seen of the guys coming back in the building, they're ready to go. So I look forward to that. UNLV's only had really one bad game. Other than that, they've competed in – Almost every other game, they're 0-5 on the season, but their record, again, as Coach Anderson says, isn't really describable of what the team is like. In the season opener, they lost to Eastern Washington in double overtime, 35-33. Fell to Arizona State in a game that they were in into uh, for about two to two and a half quarters, and the things got away from them. Arizona State pulled away for 37-10 win. They lost to Iowa State 48-3. That's really the only game that they were completely dominated for the full entire 60 minutes. They lost to Fresno State by eight. They lost to UTSA, who was at the time, I believe, ranked 24-17. And that sets them up here with a meeting with the Aggies at 5 o'clock. Uh, and then with that, he actually talks about the, uh, Coach Anderson does, uh, just about the competitiveness of the Mount West Conference. As you already heard, Colorado State beats San Jose State. Boise State beats BYU. San Diego State is reigned. UNLV's been competitive. This Mount West Conference is anything but a gimme, according to Coach Anderson. To me, it's just obvious that, that you you got to be ready on Saturday because because it, it does not uh, there's not just a clear uh, team that's overall better than everybody else and and anybody can win on any given week. It clearly shows the strength of our 
our league for us to play BYU as closely as we did late in the fourth. And then Boise to be able to beat them, you know, to me, that I think that shows what our team, our, our league is capable of. We've seen that a lot of our out-of-conference wins that the league has already had. But but everybody's beating each other up. And, and, and it's going to – the next six, seven weeks is going to be crazy in, in this league because anybody can win. Uh, you really have to throw the records out the door and just and just look at the team, um, what they bring to the table that particular week. Maybe on the road, playing at home is going to play some factors it clearly already has. But uh, it, to me, looks like a very solid, very competitive um, league across the board. And, and it's kind of anybody's game at this point. Yeah, again, it's a very good – and look, the, the Aggie schedule does look favorable. You get uh, Wyoming at home, who just lost, by the way, to Air Force. And you've already got through Air Force already. You got Colorado State at home. Uh, you're on the road at New Mexico, San Jose State, who got throttled by Colorado State. Um, and so the, the schedule really does turn into the favor of the Aggies. The question is, can they continually stay focused one game at a time? And it starts with this week against an 0-5 UNLV team. Now, the other question is in is regards of health. What is the health of the team, specifically Logan Bonner? Coach? I think it would be probably as healthy as he's been since fall camp. Um, you know, he was beat up in the Washington State game, has played with an injury the whole time, has really re-aggravated that injury a couple times. And most of what happened the other night against BYU was, again, the same thing. He did hyperextend the knee, but mainly that thigh area that, that got hurt in week one was where most of the pain, swelling, and discomfort came from. Uh, he felt much better going into the weekend. He threw uh, the ball and moved around well in practice. I would say we have a chance for him to be as close to 100% as he's been since fall camp going into the game on Saturday evening. So expect it. I would say Logan Bonner will be your starting quarterback uh, going into uh, this Saturday night's game uh, just from those indications. It's crazy that he had that thigh injury against Washington State, played through it. I remember Coach saying, I think it was after North Dakota, that his thigh looked like it was black and blue. I mean, he was in bad shape, but he continued to play through. He's a tough, tough kid, uh, and it's good to hear that he could be healthy enough to get ready for UNLV and be the starting quarterback for that game. Uh, also, on the injury report, Coach gives us an update on that. I think we're going to be close to 100%. I mean, time's still going to tell on a few guys. Uh, the guys you mentioned, Holly is looking a lot better, probably the best he's felt since the season started. Uh, Calvin, you know, did, did get rolled up the other day, but looked really good towards the end of the week. You know, right now, probably the biggest issue for us might be uh, Pule. Uh, he got his hand banged up pretty good, and it may need some work, which could keep him out for a while. But the other guys uh, that that really bumps and bruises, I think the week helped everybody a lot. And I, I think we'll go into this game way fresher than we've been the last three weeks for sure. Uh, and then, of course, we're, now we're getting back into Mount West Conference play. Uh, but this is just after a bye week, and uh, this is uh, – coach on how they actually spent that bye week and more of it was just getting rest for some of these players after three straight physical weeks of college football yeah the majority of the week was was spent uh in terms of uh, our team of just trying to get healthy and and, and do fundamental work we, we obviously started looking at UNLV early I, I didn't want to start building the game plan too early I think if, if you do that at times you tend to uh I don't know, guys tend to lose their focus on the details of that particular game plan. So we're, we're normally wouldn't start uh, any earlier than 10 days out. And you know, we kind of taken that approach. 
but the mostly what we tried to work on this week is just getting guys fresh and healthy. We did not put the pads on. We had banged a lot over the course of the last month or two, and we took the pads off and, and did a lot of cardio work, a lot of uh, speed and agility out in space, throwing and catching, and we'll get back putting the pads on on Tuesday and, and really focus more on the game plan as of today. Um, although they haven't had a glimpse of it, today will be the bulk of the install. I'll keep it right there for uh, Coach Anderson. Now we're going to move on to some players. Let's go ahead and do that. Uh, let's start with offensive lineman Dimitri Kalifu, who talked about the bye week and getting ready for this uh, Saturday night. And just and by the way, their offensive line is extremely thin. Uh, they've had guys rotating in and out, guys that have been injured. They've had issues on that regard for quite some time. And so here's Dimitri Kalifu uh, in its entirety speaking with the media. Dimitri Al Lewis, KBNU. Um, how have you felt about the three and two start? And then what does this team now have to look forward to, do you think, or what's your feeling towards now really conference play almost the rest of the year for the most part? I'm sorry, you said, how do I feel about the three and two start? Yeah, how do you feel about that? And then how do you feel now about or just mostly playing conference the rest of the season now after the bye? Um, I think it, uh, it leaves me pretty confident. At the same time, it's just a little disappointed because I know we haven't played our best football yet, especially as an O-line, but um, – Coming off a of bye week, everybody's able to recover, whatever you need to get better. A lot of people just living in that training room. So I'm pretty confident going into the rest of the conference play that we'll be able to hopefully go on a run. And uh, that's what we plan to do. Dimitri Kache Salveson, I know you guys aren't about excuses, but you've been pretty thin on the offensive line with at least one guy maybe going out per game and, and three very physical games back to back to back. Uh, how do you feel like you guys are holding up on that side? And uh, just tell me about your. Uh, I mean, I don't know if I want to use the word satisfaction, but dealing with it, you guys have dealt with, with injuries, just holding up on the offensive line. Uh, for the most part, that's just football, man. Um, people always get hurt. People get injured, whatever, banged up. Uh, but you got to roll with the punches. I think we're doing uh, uh, not too bad. We're, we're, we're faring pretty well, I guess, uh, especially with how thin things are. But coming off a of bye week, like I said, we really focus on uh, – uh, regaining our strength and just rehabbing everything that we need to rehab to get a lot more guys back to 100%. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. Hopefully we can show up this week and uh, perform well. Dimitri, Jason Turner from the Herald Journal. Uh, yeah, I, I think you guys have fared pretty well this year as an offensive lineup. What do you think of what's been the biggest strength to the, to the unit this year and what, what things do you think you need to shore up uh, as, as an offensive line moving forward? Um, I think just like any good offensive line, uh, we've meshed pretty well off the field as well. Uh, something that we really need to work on is establishing the run early. Uh, if we're able to do that, it opens up our throwing game. We've got plenty of receivers who can do a lot of stuff. Uh, we're, we're really, really good, along with our quarterbacks. Uh, so if we can establish that run early, uh, it's common sense. We open that up, then we open up every other opportunity that we can get. I was going to ask you, Dimitri, about the uh... You won't play against his unit directly, but T.J. Woods is coaching down at UNLV for their offensive line, and you know a little yeah. bit about him. What can you say about that matchup? Uh, I'm excited, man, uh, especially because I love Coach Woods. He's a great guy, great man, great coach. So uh, it, it'll just be fun. Just like when we played Boise, I enjoyed the matchup against Coach Frank Miley. Uh, it, it's exciting, especially when you know someone on the other side of the ball makes it a little more, uh, I guess, interesting for us just personally. But uh, he's a great man. And I'm looking forward to play them this, uh, playing them this week. Dimitri, what are your thoughts on UNLV? They're, they're 0-5, but 
they played really close games against good teams. So do, do you think that's a deceiving record or just what are your feelings going into this one? Um, we treat every week for ourselves like we're, uh, we're 0 and 0. So we got to treat them like they're, they're 5 and 0. No matter what team it is, we got to go in with the same mindset to get a job done. We got a mission going in there and it's to win. Um, treat them like we're playing Alabama. Treat Alabama like we're playing them. No matter who it is, we're going to always treat them with the same respect that they deserve. And, and that's how you got to do it. Because uh, at the beginning of this season, we weren't, we weren't supposed to win any games right now, uh, especially against Washington State or Air Force. Or, so uh, clearly underdogs can always do something. And I'm not calling them that, but for the most part, like based on their record, that's, that's what it is. But we got to give them that respect that, uh, that they earned and they deserve. You're one of the few guys maybe on the team who might remember a UNLV-Utah State game. It seems like we haven't played them in so long ago. Do you have any yeah. thoughts about playing them? Coach said that he, he – I mean, I don't know how much you've looked at him. He said their defensive line might be the best part of their defense. Yeah, man, they're pretty athletic and pretty physical. Uh, from the last time we played them, it was the same way. They had a few good players that, that really tested us. Uh, came out flat against them when we played them over there last time. I uh, had to kind of rally back to get the win over there, but – they're a good team. Uh, of course, they fell short a few times. But uh, like I said, we've got to treat them with that respect because uh, you never know what could happen in college football. What are some of your thoughts, just what you mentioned just now, you never know what could happen in college football, um, just within the conference and then also just uh, nationwide A&M beats Alabama and stuff. What are your thoughts on just kind of how crazy of a season it's been so far? It's it's been definitely very crazy for everyone, and I just think that uh, for the Mountain West personally, I think we're showing what we can do. Uh, I think we've performed really well against other conferences, uh, bigger conferences. So uh, it's exciting to see the Alabama upset. That was even crazier. Um, anything can happen, man. When you strap up them pads, you can't be afraid because there's always that chance, that possibility that you can win, no matter who it is. College football, man, you gotta love it. Last thing I'll ask, um, same thing I asked Hunter just now, but um, you're going to play in Vegas at a new stadium. It's an NFL stadium. Crowd's probably not going to be huge, but it's still where the Raiders play. Like that's that's got to be pretty cool, right? It's the best. I'm a big time Raider fan. I'm from the Bay Area, so I'm excited, man. How's Gruden? Let me know something, man. <laughs> Anything else for Demetric? Yeah, Demetric, just quickly, one last thing. Uh, has this, I mean, last year was so uneven the way it was with COVID and not playing or not going to play or whatever. Has this been so much more satisfying for you to come back and have that extra year and been able to play with this kind of environment this year? Definitely. It was definitely a blessing to be able to come back and play uh, with proper training, proper rest, and proper practice. Uh, it's been amazing. Uh, definitely a much, way to, a much better way to go out. Uh, and hopefully we can finish out the rest of the season with Doug. That's Demetri Kaliafu, the offensive lineman for Utah State. We're going to take a break coming back. We're going to see if we have time for Hunter Reynolds. It might be cutting it close, so if we do, we're going to get you to him. Uh, we'll also recap the rest of the uh, MLB baseball playoffs for the day. Again, Houston, Chicago White Sox were postponed till tomorrow due to inclement weather. Uh, Braves got the win as well. We'll get to that and much, much more here and wrap it up on the full court press on 106.9 The Fan. Sunday on Compass Media Network's coverage of the NFL. It's a week six showdown from our nation's capital as the Washington football team hosts the Kansas City Chiefs. Hi, this is Chris Carino. Join Brian Baldinger and me for all the action. Can Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs bounce back or will Chase Young and the Washington football team defend their home field? 
it's the Chiefs and the Washington football team. If it's the NFL, it's right here. Sunday morning, beginning at 1030 on Sports Talk Radio, 106.9 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan. Ascent Aesthetics is a premier aesthetic practice. Doctors Benyon, Blotter, and Robinette of Cash Valley Ear, Nose, and Throat are proud to offer you a professional aesthetics team. The Ascent team is passionate about education, best techniques, products, procedures, and services. If you're looking for help with Botox, fillers, microneedling, laser hair removal, medical-grade facials, or skin care, Ascent will help you feel confident, beautiful, and refreshed. See which Ascent service is right for you and learn more at AscentAesthetics.com. That's AscentAesthetics.com. Hi, this is Bob Larson with LSS Insurance. Are you confused by TV commercials telling you all that you're missing from your Medicare coverage? These national ads are offered by people you will never hear from again and are only interested in selling you something. Let us answer your questions and show you in detail your Medicare options. We're your local agent, here to help throughout the year. Please call 752-9493. Why not take advantage of every benefit available? Come see us or call 752 752- 9493. This is Jarek with Jarek's Fine Jewelry. October is our anniversary month. We've been helping couples find the perfect rings for over a decade. So to celebrate, we want to treat you to an anniversary dinner. Make it a date night on us. Come engagement ring shopping or anniversary shopping at Jarek's Fine Jewelry. We have over 3,000 rings in stock, including the newest custom designs. With no strings attached, no purchase necessary, we will buy your dinner at Sweeto Burrito. The entire month of October, come in ring shopping and Sweeto is on us. Make date night special. Make it Jarek's. My name is John Brinchley. Last year, my father, Lynn, passed away. Our family misses him tremendously. From the first phone call we made to White Pine Funeral Services until he was laid to rest, White Pine helped us every step of the way. The staff was there to guide us through the entire process. They were kind, gracious, and their facilities are amazing. White Pine helped to make the difficult situation of losing my dad into a positive experience where we could remember him and celebrate his life. White Pine Funeral Services It doesn't matter who you root for. The Full Court Press has all the high school sports covered. The Full Court Press. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and online at 1069thefan.com. It's beautiful, it's bittersweet, you like a broken old Full Court Press, Eric Franson is absent for the rest of the evening, so I'm just here flying solo. He'll be back for tomorrow's show. We'll have your uh, player stat and much, much more here on the Full Court Press. We'll recap the rest of the MLB playoffs and update you on what's going on there. Utah State Aggies, UNLV Rebels again, 5 o'clock Saturday night pregame at 4 o'clock with Al, Ryan, Craig, and Eric, and then pregame with minus Craig Hislop. Everyone else will still be there for you to get you through the night and uh, get your recap and thoughts and emotions on what we hope is a Utah State Aggie win. All right, uh, we're going to skip Hunter Reynolds today. We'll get to him probably tomorrow is what we're hoping for. But let's get back to Coach Anderson. Uh, again, they they were into conference play for two games and got out of conference play for a game. Now they're in a bye week. And now it's getting back into Mount West conference play. And here's Coach Anderson on doing just that. Yeah, I think you just, you just focus on the next one. I uh, don't know that we talk a whole lot about what's conference, what's not. Obviously, the library game, a lot was, a lot was discussed in terms of BYU rivalry, but but I'll be honest with you, inside the building, we didn't talk about it a whole lot. We really just, again, trying to focus on getting better. Um, uh, it comes with the territory. I mean, when, you, when you get to this time of the season, you know it's going to be every week. Conference opponents better be your best. The thing that to me is standing out that we're talking about is on any given week, anybody can beat anybody, and that's what you're seeing across 
college football across every conference. And uh, to me, that's the, the reality of, of, of this particular season, maybe more than any other, is throw the records and the opponents, conference, non-conference out the window, and you better be ready to play your best ball on Saturday. And that's the thing is, I look, for the last five, six weeks, give or take, I was saying that there's an opportunity for the Aggies to really cruise through the rest of the schedule. Maybe not so much anymore. I mean, we don't know what Wyoming's going to be bringing to the table when they, once they uh, face the Aggies come, I believe, late October or November, I guess I should say. Uh, Hawaii's not that good. UNLV is 0-5, and I'm, I'm sure if Coach Anderson heard me say this, he would go ballistic, but I, I just thought, you know, 0-5 means you're not a good football team. That is definitely not the case here. Uh, Coach Anderson is, is, is continued to tell us in the press conference that this is a very well. This team competes for all sixty minutes. It doesn't matter what game they're you know if they're in the game or not. They'll compete with sixty minutes and give you everything they've got. And they're and they're coached in that mentality as well. And that's something that really impressed uh, Coach Anderson is the fact that you see them playing their butts off for sixty minutes. And if you come in even a little bit light on the competitive side and thinking it's going to be a cakewalk and you're going to have no issues here you're going to get a rude awakening from these guys that uh, they're going to punch you right in the mouth. So, again, I had that thought of, hey, well, you know, we're going to settle in here and be fine and cruise to a 10-2 and season and go to a pretty sweet bowl game. I'll hold the brakes on that. You know, we, we did let the conference play uh, play itself out, and we'll see where we're at. Uh, you know, it's been interesting for, just speaking of which, the expectations of this football team, where they're at, where they were supposed to be at, according to many national uh, analyst who said the Aggies would be 0-5, 1-4, 2-3, and, and, and here they are at 3-2 and two after wins against Washington State and, and Air Force. Uh, tough loss to Boise State in a game that they probably should have won, and then a, uh, a tough loss to BYU in a game that they, they were in, really, for most of the night, just couldn't to get over the hump. So 3-2, and two, and then on the expectations, has it changed for Coach at all? Is there any surprises now that you're 3-2 and two, going to the halfway point. Yeah, you know, I was trying to do is be open-minded and let this team kind of show us who they were. Uh, clearly, there were surprises early uh, when you consider uh, just how big of an underdog we were in week one, the ability to win late, uh, the ability to go on the road and, and beat a really good Air Force team, as we're seeing, and I think we'll continue to see. That's obviously not something that's been done in quite a while. Um, so I, I still – my expectations are still the same, be the best team we are capable of being on a weekly basis, and I don't think we've been that yet, although we've played well enough to be 3-2, and two, which is a pleasant surprise considering what I think all, you know, the football world thought we would be. I, I'd say that if I asked, I polled most people, they'd say they would have thought 1-4 and four was very possible, and, and, and maybe 2-3 and three would be great, but to be 3-2, and two, I feel great about that. But also, I also feel like we could have won one or two other games. Uh, and we played better ball, and so that's the focus. Um, so surprise, not so much surprise, excited about what's possible. And, and so that's where we're just trying to keep things, is focus on what we can control, if that makes sense. And then for, uh, you know, the questions about Savon Scarborough and special teams, we're so used to seeing him create the big play, find the gap, go 80 and 90 yards for a touchdown. That hasn't happened yet. Uh, and so coach was asked about, do you think, hey, do you think Savon still has a shot at this record? Can he get it? And what kind of player has he seen in Savon Scarver? Really cool answer here. Listen to this. I think he can if people are kicking to him. Uh, you know, right now people are doing a great job of trying to 
avoid uh, letting him get his hands on the ball. And we, and we don't want to be careless. We've, uh, he's made really good decisions. Uh, he has turned down some opportunities to return the ball that just um, would be risky. Hang time, depth of kick, direction of kick. So I think he's made really good decisions. If we can get some favorable kicks in the future over the course of the next seven games, I mean, the guy can cut loose. He has, he has unbelievable vision. Uh, he sees holes that other people don't see. He doesn't need a lot of space. He can fly. Obviously, he's got great speed to break. Uh, but he has just this um, anticipation and courage that a lot of people don't have for kick returns. That's not a job that everybody is comfortable in, and he is very comfortable. So I'd like to see him get loose. I'd like to see people get the ball to him. And uh, it's something we've talked about offensively of trying to create those opportunities as well. But I am hoping that that some of the kickers in, in the near future are going to have to kick to him and give him the opportunity to kind of show what he's capable of. Boy, if he gets one opening, it only takes one opening for that guy to find a sliver to be gone. And it, I mean, to turn a game right side up on its head for the Utah State Aggies or even put a game away or to get the Aggies back into it. Uh, and I would imagine that, look, Savon Snow is not a secret anymore to anybody. Savon is no secret to anybody. The guy's an honorable All-American. Uh, he's <laughs> he's phenomenal. And so it's really hard to to look out there, you know, when you're about to kick the ball and say, well, let me just kick it to, to Savon and, and expect this to go get him. Now, it's worked so far, but if, again, takes one just bit of light, one small gap, I still think he gets it this year. I, really, I still think he gets the record. We've got games against New Mexico, New Mexico State, that I think that might help him. Maybe UNLV gives him one as well, but I still think he gets the record. And, uh, yeah, it, it, it's not going to take long for him, at least. Uh, so, all right, so I was looking at some bull projections. This is coming courtesy of the Action Network uh, and Brett McMurphy. I'm not a fan of Brett McMurphy, uh, to be honest with you. Uh, he's kind of a kind of a smart helic on social media. He's not one of my most favorites. But he has his bull predictions. And I want to go through them in regards to the Mountain West Conference. You ready? All right. So in the first one that I saw, he has Hawaii versus Memphis in the Mem- in the Hawaii Bowl. That's December 24th, Christmas Eve night. Uh, he has Wyoming and Army in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl on December 22nd in Fort Worth, Texas. He has Air Force in Eastern Michigan slugging it out in the Cafe Frisco Bowl on December 21st. He has Kent State, Boise State in the famous Idaho Potato Bowl. Uh, and he has San Diego State and Stanford in the Jimmy, Jimmy Kimmel LA Bowl, which would be your Mount West Conference champion. Now, San Diego State has, in, like Utah State, has sort of that favorable schedule. Yes, they do play Boise State, Nevada, and Fresno State. The only road game that would be considered difficult is at Air Force. The other three games are at home, and that could, I guess, uh, bid farewell, not farewell, excuse me, wow, that could end up being favorable for San Diego State, that they only have one of those three or four top contenders on the road. Everyone else is at home. San Diego State could be end up hosting the Mount West Conference Championship game unless a couple teams can snipe them in the back of the foot. So where Utah State, if they get to that position, can host the Mountain West Conference title game again. That's December 4th. That time has been given. It's a 1 o'clock time on Fox for the Mountain West Conference Championship on December 4th. 
Uh, the other Mount West Conference game they have or team that they have in the Bulls, New Mexico, Nevada versus UTEP on December 18th. So no Utah State, even though they're 3-2 and two, and they've got UNLV, Colorado State, uh, New Mexico State, and New Mexico all slated on their schedule coming up. Uh, with New Mexico and New Mexico State being on the road. That's crazy. <laughs> if you don't have Utah State in a bowl game, that just doesn't make any sense to me at this point in the season. Now, if they were 2-3, and three, I could understand it. 1-4, and four, yeah, definitely. But at 3-2, and two, with the schedule that they're given, that's bonkers to me. Absolutely ridiculous. I still think Utah State gets to a bowl game of some sort. And without question. Uh, so looking at what they have in the uh, college football playoff and in the New Year's Six, by the way. Uh, they had He has Alabama-Georgia National Championship, Oklahoma-Alabama semifinal, Iowa and Georgia in the other one. Uh, in the Sugar Bowl, he had Oklahoma State and Kentucky. That would be weird. But I love it, though. Rose Bowl be Michigan and Oregon, Ohio State-Cincinnati in the Fiesta Bowl, uh, and Notre Dame-NC State in the Fiesta Bowl. That, uh, that's what he has so far. But no Utah State in any bowl game yet, which is, again, just absolutely crazy to me. All right, that's going to do it for our show today. Thank you so much for being a part of it. Thanks so much for listening to us. If you ever want to find our show and if you ever miss it, you can go to our 106thefan.com uh, website, and you can find all our podcast shows from there. A big thanks to Eric Francis for joining me. He'll be back tomorrow. We'll have our player and stat tomorrow, update on MLB baseball, and recap the full entire weekend of NFL. Thanks, everybody. Good night.